Welcome aboard the Self-Growth Train, a podcast that combines personal stories, opinions, and research in order to better guide you through your self-growth journey. My name is Frances Rivera Pacheco, and I'm your tour guide. First, I want to say thank you for tuning back in after last week. I know that on my birthday, I decided to release three episodes instead of one, and that might have been a lot. But you know what? I realized that it was very important for me to bring us all back on track on this journey that we're taking together towards our own individual self-growths. And I wanted to make a note on this because I cannot remember if I said it in the episode or not. However, it is very important to have a lot of self-compassion and a lot of self-support because through this self-growth journey, especially if you surround yourself with people that are also working towards their self-growth, you will notice that we do not grow at the same rate. And that is okay. This is not a competition. We're not trying to get ahead of time. We're trying to grow every day at our own pace. On this fifth episode, I want you to go back to that particular moment where you were so broken, overwhelmed, and just ready to give up on everything. What did you do that helped you get out of it? Was it seeking help? Was it perhaps journaling? Was it breathing, meditation, yoga? What was it? What was it that made you click and say, I need to get out of this funk? Let's be honest. Sometimes what has worked in the past will not work in the present. Just like sometimes those things that haven't worked in the past will suddenly become the antidote to all of her present problems. In fact, I can tell you that for me, as an individual with depression, anxiety, and ADHD, a lot of times I seek out music because it helps me figure out what's going on. But I have recently discovered that silence has the same impact, if not greater, in calming me down. It is actually because of this reason that I have both of them in what I like to call my emotional cleansing toolbox. And to be honest, I have two of them. I have the imaginary one, which is the one that I keep inside of my head. And in this imaginary toolbox, I keep all of the things that have worked in the past for me in order to get me out of an emotional funk. Um, but I also have a spot there reserved for things that maybe didn't work and I think they have the potential to work in the future. An example of that for me was yoga. I had done yoga before in the physical sense. And I had realized that although it did make me a little bit more flexible, it didn't really do anything for me. However, when I combined yoga with meditation, I realized that at least for me, it was a very powerful emotional cleanse tool because it allowed me not only to exercise my body, but also to clear my mind. On the other hand, when it comes to my physical, emotional cleansing toolbox, it is literally a box that I have filled with things that I know are going to help me. For example, I have coloring books. I have books in general about self-help. I also have Sudoku. I have some word searches. I have anything that allows me to be creative and try something new because I have realized that especially for me um, with all of my ideas running in my head all the time 
when I get to do something where I am in charge of creating, it really, really gets me out of that emotional funk. But are there any steps along the way that we can take in order to lower the chances of getting into these funks in the first place? In a Psychology Today article titled, A New Kind of Cleanse, Carolyn Gazella, a natural health writer and publisher of the Natural Medicine Journal, shares her five-step psychological detox, the acronym CREAM. Let's explore this acronym, letter by letter. C. Capitulate. According to Gazella, this is a quick recap that you do at the end of the day. All you have to do is think about what happened, who did you interact with, and how did you feel. By doing this, you're able to let go of any negative emotions and also celebrate all the good things that happen in the day. R. Remediate. Nobody is perfect. And nobody will ever probably be. Nevertheless, it is always important to try to make up for our mistakes. As she states in her article, however, remediation works best when it is combined with authenticity, compassion, and kindness towards yourself and others. The best part, however, is that it can be done whenever, wherever, and to whomever. E. Exuberate. What makes you feel a lot of joy? It can be anything. As simple as a candy, it can be as grandiose as a trip around the world, whatever it is, just make sure you add a little bit of joy to each day, but if you have enough space to do it, do it for every single day in great, great amounts. A. Affirm. According to Dr. Michael Murray, Gazelle's good friend and best-selling author, Affirmations are statements that can make an imprint on the subconscious mind to create a healthy, positive self-image. Therefore, as the day goes on, make sure that you keep affirming to yourself out loud or maybe even in front of a mirror. Say those words that really will get you pumping, such as, but not limited to, I've got this, I am smart, I am kind, I am beautiful, I am worth it, I am enough, I am genuine, I am great, I am powerful, I am intentional, I am a queen, I am a king, I am, I am, I am. M. Meditate. I want to clarify, however, that she's not asking you to go out into the park. She's not asking you to go and be cross-legged, although obviously you can do both. All she says is that you should take a moment to yourself. You can close your eyes or not close your eyes, but definitely take big, deep breaths just to kind of center yourself because that will definitely help you become more grounded and more present in the moment and also allowed you to kind of calm down and see what's exactly happening. And I want to go back to my own personal experience with meditation because I kind of touched up on it at the beginning, but I'm going to say it again. For me, when I was doing yoga, I felt it was a lot of physical cleansing. It was more of like, okay, I need to stretch. I need to try to like loosen up. But when it came to meditation, I realized how powerful breathing is. Of course, we have to breathe in order to be alive, obviously. However... I don't think we take the time to realize that we're breathing. We don't take the moment to admire the fact that we have this ability to just 
stop for one second and just It's a powerful feeling. It really is. And I don't know if you just did those three deep breaths with me. But just that simple, simple exercise has gotten so much tension out of my body. And I am so grateful for it. Another thing that I want you to think about is that a lot of times the cause of our need to emotionally cleanse is due to our surroundings. And when I say surroundings, I'm not just talking about a place. I am also talking about people and I'm also talking about circumstances. And for this particular part of the episode, I want to do something kind of different. Um, I kind of want to focus on the aspect of surroundings by guiding you through this exercise. And I want to start with the place that you're currently at. In my case, I'm in my room. And maybe you're in your car, maybe you're at work, maybe you are somewhere else. I want you to take a moment and look around you. What do you see? What do you smell? What do you hear? What do you taste? What do you feel? I know these are weird questions, but I want you to really think about it. Because a lot of times, we don't pause and look at where we're standing. And this is both literal and metaphorically. But right now, I want you to focus on that place that you're at. What are all of your senses telling you? Is this a place that makes you feel welcome? Is this a place where you want to be? I want you to become attuned to your senses. Your senses are there to help you understand what's going on. But a lot of times we ignore it. Now let's look at the people we're currently surrounding ourselves with. And think about that once more. Seeing, touching, smelling, tasting hearing, all of it. And it sounds weird to think that in the perspective of people surrounding us, but you know what I mean. I want you to think about that one person, that person that came to mind when I said, think about the people you're surrounding yourself with. Is that person just one? Just think about that first person that comes to mind. Is that the person that you should be surrounding yourself with. Forget morals, forget values. I want to talk about you and your self-growth. I want you to focus. Is this an individual that is adding to your growth? Yes or no, no ifs or buts or whats. And I ask you this question because it leads to the last part of this exercise. And that is a circumstance or circumstances. I want you to think about the first circumstance 
that came to mind when I said that? Is it a job? Is it a relationship? Is it a self-image? What is it? What is it that came to mind automatically? And I want you to practice that exercise once more. Use all of your senses and think about how everything about that particular situation or circumstance makes you feel. Because my dear passenger, the reality is that cleansing will not work unless you know what you're cleansing in the first place. And I don't know about you, but if I'm about to perform an emotional cleanse, I don't just want to focus on the superficial aspects. I want to go deep down. I want to go to the root of it all, even if it means taking a couple of minutes and really evaluating where I am in life. Because if you don't know, and you don't know if a place, a person, or a situation is holding you back, your emotional cleansing is not going to be effective at all. Can I get a shoo-shoo? Well, my dear passengers, the time has come to reflect for a couple of minutes on all that I covered in this episode. First, I want to say thank you for being here today. Self-growth is an endless journey toward self-improvement. However, you don't ever have to do it alone. As your tour guide, my goal is to guide you with the best intentions and the best research available. Today, we learned about the power of cleansing. We now know that keeping an emotional cleansing toolbox, both imaginary and physical, can help us push through our emotional funks. However, we can also lower the chances of getting into these funks in the first place by doing a cream cleanse as much as possible. That is, capitulate, remediate, exuberate, affirm, and meditate. Remember, cleansing is an act of purification, but if you don't get to the root of it all, you won't be able to be successful. So tell me, dear passenger, what's in your emotional cleansing toolbox? Please make sure to send me your response at my email, theselfgrowthtrainedpodcast at gmail.com. I would really love to hear your stories and the types of topics you would be interested in hearing about in the future. If you liked this episode and can't wait to hear more, please subscribe or follow below and come back next Tuesday. You can also follow me on Instagram at theselfgrowthtrainedpodcast. All the resources used today have been added to the episode's description. Well, until the next stop, dear passengers, safe travels. Woo! <laughs>